is up, everyone? We're back. Another week of Pokemon Cave. Yes, Pokemon Cave. <laughs> I was just about to say Poke Cave After Dark, but that's the wrong podcast. You're listening to the first podcast that comes out in the morning, not at night. We can do this. We're professionals. All right. <laughs> now, normally we would discuss what did we do over the weekend? However, we literally recorded, what, two days ago? Mm-hmm. Well, not much has changed. <laughs> Uh, yeah, our, our schedule is a little messed up. We're tr- I'm trying to get ahead of the schedule because uh, as much as I love to be behind the eight ball, I really don't like editing podcasts till two, three o'clock in the morning, the day before the podcast comes out at six o'clock in the morning. It's a little too close for comfort. <laughs> um, first podcast edited to absolute perfection. It's my love child. Second podcast near the 40-minute marking tell, I basically said, okay, you know what? The hell with this crap. Let's zoom through it, get the hell out of here, and get to bed. <laughs> it was like... It's the second one of the day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that one was around 2, 1.30, quarter to 2 in the morning is when I hit that one. So, yeah, I was, I was pretty bloody tired. Um, But, so... We're going to jump right into what's coming out in about a little over a month. And that's the 151 set. English version. English version, yes. Not the good old Japanese version that we've all been seeing across whatnot and eBay. And everyone's, well, for every Pokemon YouTuber in the world, it seems. Um I wasn't too particularly interested in 151. I, I mean, I kind of was, but not really. Um, however, there was one card that Pokemon decided to just kind of casually throw the artwork out. And I did a literal what the fuck right in the middle of the collectible store that I'm partnered with when this picture came out. And everybody. Actually, we were doing uh, getting set up for a pre-release tournament. At the time, we all stood around my phone, looked at this card, and all instantly said at the same time, the game has now broken. There is no way they're going to use this card in the TCG set of, of battling uh, because it would almost guarantee you an instant win if you can set up quickly enough, theoretically. Um, it'd be interesting to see what kind of counters there are to this. If any, I mean, there, there should be once we get more details of cards and whatnot. Um, but yeah, we're, I've got about five different cards. Now the the difference between me and my good old co-host here who hasn't shut up all day about winning the Pokemon battle. Don't be sad. Was that one? Yeah, I mean, as we currently record, I've got a story on the tail end of ending on Instagram. And uh, unfortunately, it's sitting at 71% in favor of Bambi Bunny and 29% in favor of me of winning our first Pokemon battle. Those are the ones that were that were in question, yes? Yes. Um, I mean, the story in general goes over all the Pokemon matchups so i think i just did a broadband of in general who would have won this because it was pretty much split between you clearly won three but then there was three whereas it was a rough tie give or take yeah 
So, I mean, worst case scenario, it would have been perfectly split. You won three, I won three, and the whole match would be a tie. So that's why I put it out there saying, listen, in general, who the hell won? Can we classify this as a as a tie between split between three and three, or did someone <laughs> Well, you know what? Um, I I found out that in order to garner the attention of nerds and alike on Instagram, uh, apparently you need to be of the feminine nature, uh, have a pair of breasts. You don't need to be, but it certainly helps. It certainly does help, yes. <laughs> um, People see it, girl oh. and see nerd, and they're, oh, my gosh. Yes. I know. <laughs> We're just like you. Wow. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, it's uh, <laughs> the amount of messages I get about you. And it's like, you know, you can you can talk to her, too. It's okay. She's a human being. <laughs> I answer my DMs, I swear. <laughs> you don't have to ask me questions about her. Here, go, go talk to her. <laughs> Creep her DM on your own. <laughs> <laughs> so, with 151, um, I'm, I'm going to just go over these five cards that I, I kind of grazed. Now, I, again, I didn't go too far into the cards that have been released uh in fact i stopped at about number 65 of the set which i believe is oh, wow. all 200 cards so yes. i barely scratched the surface of cards that are available um but the cards that i picked are not they wouldn't seem to be massive heavy hitters or chase cards so to speak but just the abilities or the moves or how they set up for the moves are actually quite interesting so the first one I got was Blastoise, which was number nine in the set. Uh, for two water energy, you use twin cannons. does 140 damage, but if you discard up to two energies from your hand, each does 140 damage. So you can do a maximum of 420 damage for the cost of two energy. Um, which, I mean, that's a one-hit KO right there. As long sure. as you have enough energies in your hand and you can sacrifice two energies... Uh, it all depends on your supporters and item cards in your deck as well. If you can energy retrieval out of your discard pile, then that's perfect. Uh, the next one that I picked was Nidoking, uh, number 34. Now, Nidoking is only good if you have Needle Queen as well. If you have just Needle Queen or just Needle King, they're essentially useless. They, they might be a, a pin cushion for a setup card, essentially, but they're basically useless. However, Needle King, Needle King sorry, has an ability called Enthusiastic King. Uh, essentially, you ignore all energy costs if Needle Queen is in play. Uh, for instance, Venom Impact does 190 damage and poisons the opponent. I believe uh, Venom Impact needs three or four energy so if you don't have to put three or four energies down on your needle king because you have needle queen on your bench you're beautiful you're you're doing 190 damage right off the bat and you're taking 10 damage off of the opponent every turn because they're poisoned um which is more interesting now that we're getting back into conditions uh the last few rounds i guess of the tcg 
never really emphasized on conditions, whether it be confused, poisoned, or burned, or even paralyzed. Uh, it was all basically just hit. Hit them as hard as you can, as fast as you can, never mind uh, the damage conditions. The third one, um, which is more of a, it's a setup card. Uh, think of like a cleft key, essentially. It's mm -hmm. there just to fill in the spot of your deck, um, but it's there to help you out in the central. So Clefable number 36 has, mm -hmm. has a move called More Moon, which if you, if it, well, it does 50 damage. So not very impressive. It's a low, low hitting card. However, if you KO the Pokemon that you're hitting, you take another prize card. So theoretically, what you could essentially do is if someone, for instance, was playing a VMAX card, you smack the VMAX card hard with a heavy hitter. Hopefully you have something on your bench or on your stadium, like a beach court, you know, remove a retreat cost. Hopefully the card that you're heavy hitting with only has one retreat cost. That way it's a free rotation of retreating. You rotate out, put in Clefable. Hopefully the other Pokemon can't KO you, theoretically, depending on what their condition is. Um, you hit them for 50 to knock them out. And that's four prize cards right there. Because normally you would take ten, uh, three for VMAX, but now you're taking four because Clefable knocked him out. And then simply just rotate him out, put back in your heavy hitter, and start all over again. But right then and there, you've taken four out of six of your prize cards with only one Pokemon, essentially. Now, Viaplume, number 45... Um, essentially, if you play the card from your hand to evolve it, you look at the top eight cards of your deck and attach any energy any way you want. Uh, which is freaking amazing. It's like a glorified... I, I run this kind of type of thing with my with my one deck. Um, I fucking... I love that. <laughs> the, the viewers can't see this. I can see this. <laughs> Good old Amy here was doing okay. something. She she ducked out for something and she just disappeared completely because of her background. She's just poof, gone. Like, well, I dropped I dropped a sleeve. I'm actually re-sleeving cards right now because when they come in the like ETV sleeves, the ones uh, that you get in the ETVs, uh, it drives me crazy because they don't match. And so I have to re-sleeve them and I dropped one and I can't find it. So that's what I do. That's what I do when we podcast. I either draw my custom cards that I give out to my friends, or I'm going through copious amounts of cards that make me want to cry. <laughs> I just love how it looks like you're coming in and out of a fog. It looks amazing. If I, if I disappear, does it like do anything? No. Okay. So now, there. now your head's gone. <laughs> Nobody's interested in my head. <laughs> no. <laughs> Anyways, you were saying. Yeah. Um, so uh, essentially, it's like a glorified version of like um, electric generator. Electric generator lets you search the top five cards of your deck, take any energies there, place them wherever you want. 
Um, this basically does the same thing, but freaking eight. So that's awesome. Um, I mean, essentially, if you put down two bioplumes, you're looking at the top 16 of your cards, and you can stack your freaking bench or your active Pokemon with as much energies as you can humanly find. And then finally, the last one, freaking Alakazam, number 65. This is the first Alakazam in ages that is not a stupid basic Pokemon. And I'm so happy. Well, it's I'm a gorgeous happy. art. It's a amazing art. I'm I could so- stare at it all day. <laughs> yeah. I'm 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 glad that it's not well, I'm it's a double sided sword. It sucks that it's not basic in the sense that I want this Alkazam down immediately because this is such a crazy freaking card for the TCG. But at the same time, I'm so happy because now Kadabra is back. Yes, absolutely. For the first time in ages, Kadabra is back. So, I mean, thank God. I mean, I'm so happy that bullshit is over and that we can finally have Kadabra back. Hopefully we can have him in the in the anime coming up soon. Who knows? Um, because, I mean, in the new anime, she does visit uh, Palatown and, you know, Kanto in the area. Or not Palatown, sorry. She does visit Kanto. So, you know, wouldn't be uncommon to see a Abra, maybe even a Kadabra. You can have him now, so... Do it, Pokemon. Let's let's see Kadabra again. <laughs> but Alakazam, this freaking psychotic beast, for two energies, you do 90 damage, which is not a whole lot. However, you do 30 more damage for each of your opponent's benched Pokemon. Now, the whole point of the TCG is to try and stack your bench, try and set up your bench, do this, do that kind of thing. So if you got a full bench... That's a lot of freaking damage for just two energies. Like, that's that's insane. Or, and this is the craziest thing. This is what really blew my mind. Let's say you have Alakazam on the bench. Typically, you can't attack with the bench Pokemon. <laughs> Till now, apparently, you can do 120 damage while he's sitting on the damn bench. He's not even in the active spot and he's still doing 120 damage. Like, what the hell? So again, you can have your stupid Clefable up in your active spot as your your setup card. You can have Alakazam on the bench, and you can just throw 120 damage right off the bat. And then next turn, hopefully, if your Clefable doesn't get knocked out, you can use Clefable to initiate the knockout, depending on how much damage you took off of the opposing Pokemon. Um, that card alone, I think, is going to break the TCG. I can't I can't imagine how that's going to turn out for next round of regionals after worlds or heaven forbid the next worlds. If I, I, I can guarantee we're going to see people at worlds using that Alkazam. Because More than likely. Yeah, unless they can find a serious counter for that setup, you're screwed against it. You can officially have your cake and eat it, too. Uh, exactly. <laughs> now, me personally, I I love Pokemon a little bit for the artwork, but more so for battling-wise, because I battle. I battle quite frequently. I'm trying to get enough championship points to eventually go to Worlds. Uh, however, 
my co-host, she just likes the pretty cards. Here's my thing. <laughs> I love watching other people battle. I know how to do it. I have decks that are ready to go. However, it does make me cry a little bit when I hear that, like, the, what is, what is the sound? You know, like the on a table oh god it makes me cringe <laughs> i almost oh god or like i'm to take a sip of my beer <laughs> the, they're they're shuffling their decks you know and i hear cards hit on on sides and i'm like oh that's a huge whitening spot okay that's well, not fine sleeves well, but still, like my my now coping mechanism for extreme stress or hard situations is control over my environments. Mm. So like you can't tell, but like even my my duplicate bulk gets organized by set, by type, by card number, or by alphabet, and then it all goes into a beautiful little box that's perfectly well stacked, and they're all mint condition, and then I pull out random ones for each ones and create sets for kids um, with the duplicate bulks. And then like, I have way too many master sets going, but like, I'm very meticulous. I I want my cards like to look and, and be organized a certain way. So battling is definitely not for me right now. Not to mention I have a panic attack every time we have to pick six Pokemon for a a audio battle. Right. Because I'm like, (laughs) I lose. And I'm from, like the good old days where like your deck was up for grabs if you lost. So like, (laughs) even though a lot of places aren't like that anymore, it's still in my head. Like I'm still have the PTSD from that. Like I played Yu-Gi-Oh! I played Magic the Gathering. I played Pokemon and I didn't, I didn't lose as much as I probably should have due to technicalities, but Still, I, I've lost a couple decks. I've lost a lot of cards, and it makes me cry. And I, I just can't put myself through that again. Can you imagine if people went to regionals or worlds and played for theoretical pink slips of people's decks? Seriously, like that would I'll be freaking hilarious. Go, That's fine because <laughs> they're virtual. You can't take them. Fuck you. They're mine. But like. <laughs> My cards are, are like my little pride and joys, you know, like I'm about to start actually streaming on my own and everyone's like, oh, are you going to get rid of like this, this, that and this? Because I'm interested. And I was like, yeah, no, those are never moving unless I have a duplicate. You're not getting your hands on it mm-hmm. because I'm very possessive. So I don't battle. And yes, I like the pretty art. Sue me. Speaking of which, I got to pick your mind on if, if you got some. Haunters or Gengars that I need. <laughs> I have so many. Oh my gosh, so so many. My um, my my best friend in the world. He uh, he's a Gengar and Haunter collector. So Haunter, sorry. Mm. Um, so I have a lot of cards that him and I have gotten together. So I'll have to show you those one day. But 151, I had mixed feelings about. Like the okay. hoopla, I think was too much. Yeah. However. Will I be buying the UPC? Yes. Oh, fuck. Yeah, I mean, that... It, it comes with the, the metal card, which we're pretty sure is going to be the Mew, um, like the gold Mew. So we'll yep. see. The promo cards for the UPC are going to make, you know, some of the chases irrelevant, which yeah. I have mixed reviews on. I was really happy to have Kadabra back. Did you find the bug from last week? No. Oh, I thought I, that's what you're looking at. <laughs> no, I was 
so up above my head here, I've got three UPCs. Uh, I've got the, uh, what was it? Celebrations, uh, the Charizard one, whatever the hell that one was again. <laughs> so, I mean, I was looking at the product list that's coming out for this because, you know, I, I like keeping an eye on it. The UPC is one thing I'll get. The tins yeah. are going to be something that I get over time just because yeah. I, I do really like tins, even though they're kind of crap. And then the collector's box, I think it's Zapdos. I'm not going to be getting those. Um, yeah, I mean, the tins are weird because, like... I love the tins. I it so would be tins. better if they if the tins included just that set. That would be perfect. But, like, mm-hmm. I hate the fact that it's like, oh, you get... Like, for instance, like, if it was 151, let's say you get one pack of 151, but then you get, like, freaking chilling rain and all this other bullshit it's like well i i don't want that i want i want 151 yeah like give me okay that's that's a fair argument see i like the tins because i like the actual tins themselves yeah so i mean yeah i i now i use those for storage or storage and stuff like that yeah i on my you can't see but my desk i have tins set up as risers for some of my funkos um A new year is full of surprises, but one thing is always predictable. Postage costs go up. Stamps.com gives you crazy discounts of up to 89% off USPS and UPS services. So when postage goes up, your business will barely notice the change. Stamps.com is like your own personal post office, wherever you are. You can even take care of orders on the go with the mobile app. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. Schedule package pickups, automatically find the cheapest and fastest shipping options, and seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. There's even a supply store where you can stock up on mailing supplies, labels, even printers. Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses just like yours. All you need is a computer or phone and printer. Take a chunk out of your mailing and shipping costs this year with Stamps.com. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM. For a special offer that includes a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com code program. Yeah, so you get the artwork of the tin, and then you also have, like, my Funkos around it. The other issue that I have... I think my neighbor just fell. The other issue that I have with 151 is it's going to be nearly impossible to have a master set. Yeah. Because of all the hollows, all the new shiny reverse hollows, which are Ugh. chef's kiss, chef's kiss, but also you have the master ball problem. In oh, order to right. all of the master balls, you're going to have to buy hundreds and hundreds of booster boxes. So yeah. that kind of throws it for me a little bit where like I'll go after my chases, of course. I have my my own list that I want, but it'll be impossible to get a master set unless you buy each individual master ball card yeah. by itself, which will cost you an arm and a leg. Oh, and for sure. Because it's a special set, like celebrations, you're not gonna find hanging packs. You can't buy singular packs. Yeah. Um, the Alexam is crazy. I stare at that art so so much i love that and then the the starter um the starter cards the the big um what are they illustration rares i think 
Okay. Line, like, so all of, so there's a Charmander, a Charmeleon, and a Charizard. If you line them up, it's oh. one big story. Ah. So you have Bulbasaur, Ivysaur, and Venusaur. If you line them up, it's one story. And then you have Squirtle, War Turtle, and Blastoise, one big story. Oh, cool. Okay. So you'll have to you'll have to look at the card set. It, they're they're gorgeous. I have a couple of them and I can't find them, but they're <laughs> fantastic. I was actually going through my Obsidian Flame set right now, so because that's my <laughs> next master set I'm working on, <laughs> even though I haven't finished any. Jeez. So I think the time has come for the for good old again. Oh, it's on now. Those are fighting words. It's time for another good old Pokemon battle. <laughs> Technically, last week, I guess I lost. I'll let you go first this time. I mean, I say last week when really it was today, technically. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Oh. I still won. That's all that's important. I don't want to show you what the hell I did, but like, I forget. I don't know if you can see. It. I tr- spilled beer on my paper. <laughs> I can still read it. I, you know I'm what? Good. That's bonus points, but it's not going to help you. You're still going to lose. Who's your first one? Let's go. I'm pumped. Coming first off of one, me. <laughs> first one is Fortress. Shit. There you go. <laughs> Shit. Good old bug steel type. Well. Man, I thought I was being clever. You're less predictable than I thought. My first one was Chandelier. Chandelier? Oh. (laughs) Really? Yeah, I thought I was being clever with that one. So, um, yeah, you're... uh... Oh, actually, you know what? I'm I'm a fire ghost type. Yeah, so yeah, you win. Do I really? Wait a minute, no. Really? Yeah, Chandelier. Yeah, you're Ghost Fire. I'm four times weak against fire. Oh, okay. That's yeah. where I gotcha. And uh, you're two times weak against ground, rock, ghost, water, and dark, which is neither of mine. Uh, in fact, you're only a half, res- you're half resistant against steel. And a quarter of resistant. My previous uh, reaction and say, yes, suck it, I win. Call that one for me. Yeah. All right, my number two pick. And I always say it wrong. I get corrected on it every time, but it's Sharpedo. Sharpedo, really? Yeah. Okay. Water dark type? Hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. You actually, yeah, fuck, you might have actually won that one too. I picked a low and muck. Oh, trying to take a, a card out of my playbook here, huh? I picked a low and muck. You just picked stupid regular oh, muck. The difference is he's green. Uh, the difference is he's poison and dark. He's got a second Fair, type. and he's green. Yeah, so, I mean, uh, well, actually, hold on. So, I'm two times weak against ground. Just ground. But you're weak against, well, fighting bug, grass, electric, and fairy. You're one-time normal damage against poison. That's that's a point for me. You're half resistant to dark. I mean, since you're still one-time damage against poison, I think I got the win on that one. I think you, I'll give it to you. I'll, I'll take the L. Uh, number three, uh, Hisuian <laughs> Arcanine. 
what I got. Uh-huh. Well, shit. <laughs> <laughs> so I pick, um, oh gosh, and I can't pronounce this one either. Your Shifu? Your Shifu? Whichever. Really? I mean, fighting dark type. Uh, I know. Well, uh, yeah, you won that one, I think. Because, well, maybe. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm fire rock. Yeah, you're, you're one time weak against fire, half resistant against rock. I'm two time weak against fighting rock, four time ground and water. So because I'm two time weak against fighting, you technically win. Heck yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, number four, what did you get? This is where it's going to get a little interesting. Roserade. Roserade? Really? Uh-huh. Oh, God. I needed a, a grass grass, grass uh, poison? combo. Yeah, so you're grass poison. Hmm. <laughs> no! What did you pick? Zapdos. Oh, wait! Wait a minute, back up. <laughs> Who was your number two? Alolan Muck. Okay, fine. Fine. That is that is not a legendary, and that is definitely not a Hisuian or a pseudo-legendary. All right, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> Uh, let's see here. You're, well, I'm electric flying. You're two times weak against flying, so I get the win on that one. I'm only weak against rock and ice. I should have switched it up. Yep. All right. Who's your your number five? Number five is Hisuian Zorark. Zorark, really? Don't laugh at me. My number five was Togekiss. Really? Yes. <laughs> oh God. Okay. Very flying. Well, I'm only two times weak against dark. I'm normal ghost. You're one time weak against ghost. Normal does really nothing. Really. Um, I think I take the win on that you one. Do. Yeah. I almost swapped that one out with Blaziken, but then I decided not to. <laughs> Blaziken. That yeah. would have been the. You wouldn't have done me any good, but... Yeah. And finally, number six, Kingdra. Really? Yeah, good old water dragon. I'm only two times weak against dragon and fairy. I picked Mammoth Swine. (laughs) Wow! (laughs) What? (laughs) I know, it was a random pick. I know, I know, it's a random pick. Okay, so I dig deep for my list, okay? So I'm water dragon. You're two times weak against water. One times weak against dragon. So I I, I take the win on that one. Wow, four to two. Yeah. None in question. Look at that. So that means next week is the tiebreaker. That is, yeah. <laughs> I say for next week. We can put it up for a vote if you want. But I say we get two legendaries and a pseudo and three regular. Holy shit. Yeah. Two legends, a pseudo, and a regular. Going or hard. two regular. Sorry. Three. No, three regular. Um. Yeah, okay. You know what? I'm going to make a little note of that. Because mm-hmm. I will forget. And then, of course, you'll rub it in my face. <laughs> what? Three legends? Three legends total. Jeez. One's a pseudo, though. One has to be a pseudo. Okay, so three legends, one pseudo, and then three regular. Okay, that should be interesting. 
I I already have a. I, I can't use a pseudo. the pseudo because you already know who I'd pick for my pseudo, so I have to pick a different one. Yeah, you were probably going to pick Dragonite, weren't you? Titar. Ew, really? I love Tyranitar, and in Pogo, he's my best battle buddy. See, I mean, it, for me, it was either between possibly Tyranitar or. Is Lugia technically a legendary or a pseudo? It's a legendary, right? That's a legendary. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, it was either that between that or Metagross. Oh. Just because he like he, it's damn near almost unstoppable in the in the, like the anime. Mm-hmm. It's a hard hitting Pokemon in the anime. The TCG it's rather sketchy, but like the anime it's hard hitting. Video games it's flip flopped. You know what I have a bone to pick with is the fact that one of my favorite Pokemon of all time, minus Cubone, because he's always going to be number one. <laughs> Arceus is nothing but a normal. Yeah. Which is weird. I mean, it's shitty, but it's also good because you have a more wide range of attacks that you can pick from. True, but considering, I don't know if you saw the the movie where it's like Arceus versus like Dialga and, and um, I think Giratina gets thrown in there. No, it's Palkia. Palkia gets thrown in there. But yeah. all things considered, Arceus' backstory being like the god of Pokemon and, and whatnot You'd think he'd have a better typing. And yes, you would think, technically yeah. it can switch. Yeah. Technically it can switch. But sure. in terms of, of TCG-wise, it is just a plain old pure normal. And that's going to get its ass whooped any day of the week. <laughs> yep. Now, we like to dive into Pokemon questions from time to time. This one... I wish I, I mean, I've I've been so freaking busy the last couple of days. I haven't really been able to fully deep dive into this. And we kind of deep dived sort of right before we recorded this podcast. But on our slash Pokemon questions, the question is, what do people think are the best packs, sets, or booster boxes for these types of Pokemon cards? And the question was GX and EX, or I guess GX to EX. Maybe that's what they're saying. And V-Star. Now, this is where I have a problem. If you're collecting for the sake of collecting, sure, GX, I mean, they're cheap. And the artworks are pretty great. If you're using them for the TCG tournaments, well, you're kind of shit out of luck because GX is irrelevant now. Uh, GX is out of rotation as far as uh, the registration code at the bottom now the ex that they put on here is capital e capital x which would be the old ex like delta era i think give or take if they mean lowercase ex then sky is the limit for scarlet violet era and then, of course, V-Star is just regular V-Star. I mean, you're pretty straightforward on that. So, I mean, if... With that being said, what do you think would be the best set for these types of Pokemon cards? Um, From a strictly collector's point of view, if you're going for the amount of, of you know, hits in those card categories, I would say for GX would be Hidden Fates, in my personal opinion. 
it, they had a lot of really great arts, a lot of really good GXs. Um, it's not my favorite set, and I personally could care less about GXs from a collector and like player standpoint. EXs, I would have to. <laughs> Uh -oh. hot, hot seat, hot seat topic. Scarlet and Violet base set for EXs. For lower EX. Purposes on lower EX. No, they had they had capital, right? Am I wrong? No, I believe it was only lower. Crap. I think that was the whole point of bringing back EX was the fact that it was just lowercase EX. Mm. I think the capital EX died way back when. Well. Fine then. That one, I don't know. I'll have to look at that further. For, yeah, for I forget V-Star, when... though, V-Star is yeah. all the way. 100%. No argument. I don't care what anybody else says. Crown Zenith. Okay, so now... Hmm. See, I, I never personally... I think I've opened a handful of Crown Zenith packs. What the hell are you doing with your hand? <laughs> You had the, you had the, oh, I was fixing my pants. Blam, chicka, blam, blam. You <laughs> had the, the, the Leafeon, um, V-Star. You had the, do, 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 what else? Palkia V-Star. You had the Arceus V-Star, Dialga, Mewtwo V-Star, Giratina. Like, the list goes on and on. Crown Zenith hit so hard, and I love that set so, 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 so much. Yeah, I mean, I so like I've only opened a handful of packs from Crown Zenith. I never ever got into it, and I never really am. Um, as far as GX, I would probably have to agree with Hidden Fates. I got confused. And I thought it was Champion Path that had the GXs. I, I mean, I'm sure Champion Path does have GXs, but I just remember like the Charizard, Alolan Sandshrew, that kind of stuff, the Gyarados. I mean, those were freaking fantastic artworks. Like, the Gyarados alone was amazing. Actually, even the Lowen Sandry, the full art of Lowen Sandry was freaking phenomenal uh, as far as GX goes. And they're all relatively dirt cheap if you wanted to collect them. Um, EX, yeah, I'm going to have to say it'd be a split between Paldea right now and base set Scarlet and Violet. Just because there are some really, really interesting artworks in Paldea. Uh, my only problem with Paldea is that there's way too many of the same card, just slightly different artwork. Uh, which is annoying as hell when you're trying to build a binder. <laughs> uh, when they all look relatively similar. Thankfully, they don't have that problem with the EXs. It's more or less the commons and uncommons. Um, but yeah, I would have to... If I had to pick between those two, I'd probably have to go slightly more Paldea. Just because you have, like, the, the Ching Lu and all that stuff kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So, you know, there are a little more expansion. Now, V-Star, uh, I'm going to have to go... Hmm, that's a tough one. Either Brilliant Stars or Lost Origins. You're wrong. It's Crown Zenith. <laughs> You're just salty that you lost a Pokemon battle. And now you're after proving a point. Who won the first one? Uh, but who... By, by like a landslide? And who like damn near landslid the second one? <laughs> four to two. Four to two. Okay. It's a hell of a lot better than what you did last week. 
Shut up. We'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. I'll put up my own poll. We'll see what my minuscule of an audience oh. thinks. Oh. Well, I mean, that's, that's not biased at all. <laughs> Jesus, Murphy. <laughs> Women Pokemon collector comes up. Guys, who won? Ha <laughs> ha. Like, you know, feel bad for me. <laughs> Make sure you push those up. You know. <laughs> I'll put my fake lashes on. That way, looks if I blink, it'll blow down a stiff wind. Yeah. <laughs> You're gonna have every freaking Pokemon nerd from like here to Timbuktu bending over. I'll make sure to post like a, a live video of me just bouncing, asking the question. <laughs> Bunnies bounce. It's not that weird. <laughs> I don't get the same return. <laughs> I just get looks. <laughs> More or less. Is he okay? <laughs> Is he okay? <laughs> All right, so we both agreed hidden fates for GX. EX, yeah. it's kind of all over the board. Yeah, EX, I mean, I, and again, it all depends it's on what the guy actually has some pretty cool EXs, just saying. It does, yeah, but we don't basically have those cards in hand. I do. I mean, well, okay, you got Japanese. I have English, too. Well, I mean... If I flaunted myself as well as you do, I could sure I'm sure I could get just go make friends. Go go bounce, go make friends. They give you free go cards bounce. at pre-release and, and extra pre-release. <laughs> I'm gonna go down to the cape collectibles, walk through the front door, just start bouncing. Guys, <laughs> come on. My co-host said this would work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do you feel enticed to give me product? <laughs> you know what's funny is like, part of it is because I do support the smaller streamers, but a lot of the time, they just throw shit in there that I didn't ask for or pay for. And then I'm like, yes, I'll, okay, that's fine. Yeah. And I sit there and just go, ooh, what? <laughs> no, God, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. Absolutely. And, and most people think I'm part Asian, so it kind of works in my favor, even though I'm like, wow, I'm really not fucking Asian, but okay. Jesus if you come on to the next podcast dressed as a fucking e-girl, I swear to God, we're going to have problems. So I used to be a cosplayer at San Diego Comic-Con every year. Okay. So I have actually right there an entire closet. Well, okay, you can't see because my background. Yeah, because of your, your hearty fog. But like right, nope, there, there's my arm. Right there, there you go. is an entire <laughs> closet full of cosplays. That I used to wear, like, wigs included and, like, a whole bunch of rubber things that y'all don't need to know where they go. But it's, wow. That's for the After, that's for the after Dark podcast right there. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, we're done. Yeah. <laughs> and on that note, guys. Don't forget to tune in later. Yeah, tune in for the podcast at 8 p.m. Not today, though. I mean, sure, you can, you can tune in tonight. We're not going to be talking about that, though. We're going to be talking about censorship, people dying from toys or toys being recalled, and who's really the asshole. Those are the type of things that we're going to be discussing on that podcast tonight. However, the next week, we're going to find out where rubber things go. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, see you later. We will see you again next week. Try and have a good week. A lot better than the weeks that we normally have. We'll see you again. Take care, everyone.